Forgotten Liam versus Evil. Coming in to begin this episode of Scott and Liam vs. Evil, I would like to give out a public service announcement. You may have seen, if you're in the Facebook group, I drunkenly posted in the group when I was out at a gig on Monday night. I didn't, I didn't post anything bad, I didn't post anything particularly embarrassing, however the fear made me delete it the next day because I was just talking nonsense and looking like a fucking drunken fool in the pictures that I posted up. Um, however, the public service announcement I will be giving is that if you do add me as a friend on Facebook, there is a, there is a very high possibility that at some point down the line you will receive drunken messages from me, as uh, two members uh, of the Scott and Liam group received on Monday night. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I was doing. I text one of the guys I was a message was was Darren, and that's fine because we've been friends with Darren for a while now, so that's fine. But I just I was just steaming and sending pictures of the gig I was at and pictures of the toilet, which all these pictures ended up up on the group. Um, anyway, uh, the other person I was messaging was uh, Matt, who's one of the new members in the group. I don't know if you Matt listens to the episodes, but uh, if he does, uh, Matt, I'd like to apologise for telling you that my stitches in my neck were because I was stabbed, and also would like to thank you for, I think, genuinely prepared to be Mahona. <laughs> so th- thanks for that. Uh, also, yeah, so I had I just a wee, I had a wee lump in my neck that I get taken out. Uh, that was That's why I've got stitches. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. <laughs> so you told Matt that you were stabbed? Yeah, I told you. I, I said some cunt plunged me. <laughs> that would explain the message I got from him saying, whereabouts does Scott live? I think he needs help. <laughs> for but real? Obviously never, no, I never no, actually no. hand. Uh, how come they were all getting these fucking messages and I never got in? Being the co-host of your show, uh, <laughs> groomsman at your wedding. Technically, I don't care what Sandy says. Your best friend. <laughs> I am. Um, I message you every day. I never get any pictures though. You get nudes every now and again. I never get nudes, and I think well, that's my issue here. <laughs> well, that's something we can remedy. <laughs> uh, welcome to Scotland versus Evil episode one hundred and five. I am the sexier host, Liam. And I am the Riot Scott. <laughs> I'd love to say that that was planned, but that was just off the cuff. Uh, this week's episode is a, a listener choice group pick. I'm really, st- I'm really genuinely getting on the, the the side of let's stop giving them the chance to pick movies. I'm very much on the side after this that I think they should choose the movie every single fucking week. If, in fact, I think they should choose two movies a week, and we should do two episodes. I don't think I've got it in me to watch that much shite. <laughs> well, you already know what it is. It's Pieces from 1982. It won the poll quite considerably. I thought you, I thought you were going to say that it won awards when it came out. I was like, no fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> no danger. Hey, the main guy got an Oscar. Ah, you're right. This was the first horror film that won an Oscar. Yes. Uh, so it it won the poll with 11 votes followed closely by Casino which see since nobody's getting the Casino episode should we uh, I said should we should you now tell myself and everyone else why the fuck Casino was an option because it it scared me when I watched it how the scene where um, his brother gets battered in front of him and then they both get buried alive it's terrifying Uh, Brutal scene. Yeah. Don't think it's scary and do, a million percent do not think it constitutes a horror movie. This is in Bruges all over again. It's pretty, it was pretty horrific, that scene. But I tell you what, um, I don't remember anything else about the movie, so 
I don't, I don't know what it's about. It's about gangsters and casinos. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but literally, we're the only horror podcast to ever cover casino. But we are also the only horror podcast to ever cover in Bruges, so... You know, I'm still standing by the, the nightmarish element of that movie. But anyway, let's not go back into that again. <laughs> this is not the time and the place. The time and the place right now is to get into fucking this piece of shit. The movie is called Pieces. It's oh, not shit. a piece of shit. No, it's, pieces of shit, uh, no. It's an excellent film. So it was originally picked by Rachel from the Facebook group, who also uh, threw up the option of Shivers, which was an excellent choice. And if Casino had won <laughs> and Shivers hadn't, if Pieces wasn't even an option... I'd be fucking raging. So we might do Shivers for another episode because if we, what you've said about PCs so far, I think you're going to enjoy Shivers. <laughs> uh, so, Rachel, thanks very much for that. Thanks for everyone who voted in the group, uh, be it on Facebook or Flick or Instagram or did they vote on Twitter? Who knows? But thank you for voting. And this, what you've now done to Scott, is all thanks to you. Uh, so the synopsis for pieces is the co-eds of a Boston college campus are targeted by a mysterious killer who's creating a human jigsaw puzzle from their body parts it's directed by Juan P.K. Simon or J.P. Simon who is now dead and Scott I want you to remember that before you say anything bad about the movie that you're now talking ill of the dead Uh, and it stars Christopher George Linda Day George (laughs) Linda Day George is also her name, not just a guy called George. Uh, Frank Brana and I'm sure loads of other folk who we will never ever see again. So we'll play this trailer for Pieces and then we'll get into it. Warning, what you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Pieces. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. The trailer for Pieces is just the, the weird workout dance scene, and that's it. According to um, Amazon, like Amazon Prime's trailer, I don't know if there's an actual trailer. I don't know what you've just heard. Was the Amazon trailer maybe just the, the thing where it plays you like a minute and a half of the movie and just because they don't have a trailer? Possibly. Well, <laughs> may, maybe you've just heard an actual trailer. Who, who knows? Who knows what magic happens um, after this, uh, this Skype call ends? But let me tell you, this movie is uh, free for streaming on YouTube. Um, I don't think it's been uploaded by the actual studio that owns the rights to the movie, so I don't think people are getting paid for it. However, I contemplated buying the Arrow version the, the Blu-ray, because it was on eBay and Amazon for, I think, maybe a fiver, maybe £15, I can't remember exactly, but I contemplated it. Which mean maybe a fiver or maybe 15 That's it's, quite a jump. I know, but I don't really remember things. I look at quite a lot of things on a day-to-day <laughs> basis, so, um, so I didn't buy it, and then I found it for free, and I'm actually quite glad that I didn't buy it, because I would have definitely regretted that decision. However, I am assuming that the Arrow version is a remastered, you know, better looking version than the warbly, dusty looking version I watched on YouTube. Yeah, but th- this will be Nosferatu all over again if you'd watched the the fancy... Yeah, but why No, but why was there two versions? That's not my fault. Why was there two versions of that? It's just because obviously somebody's then took it and remastered it and re- like scanned it, processed it, spent hours and hours and hours to make it look the best this movie can and then people that like you go on YouTube and watch it Watch a shape version. Hmm. 
This movie deserves to be on everyone's shelf. I'll buy these at all. Everyone, <laughs> £15. Send, send a message to me and I will personally get Amazon to deliver it to your house because this movie is incredible. And don't don't should make statements it. like people will message you asking for their copy pieces. Oh, that's true, actually. And we have got like 15 listeners, so that's like <laughs> 15 times 5. Yeah, I won't I won't buy it for you, but just know that I, I think you should own it and I'd like you to own it. <laughs> <That'll> <laughs> but buy it. But buy it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it starts with... Um, this wee, this wee guy singing Humpty Dumpty. But man, that wee cunt sounds like a fucking Numpty with a terrible singing. He's out of time, he's out of key. And it's a nursery rhyme. How do you how, how do you get nursery rhymes wrong? It's dubbed. This is a Spanish film. Oh, so... it's, oh it's definitely dubbed. I've fucking notes <laughs> about that, for sure. So obviously whoever's dubbing it is obviously I'm a bit out of tune because they're trying to do it with the, the, the movement of his voice. Possibly. The, no, well, because he's he's back to you the whole time when he's singing the song. But what you know, what it's like it's it's like the um, if it's like Spanish or yeah, Spanish because it's like you know like the old, the spaghetti westerns and stuff like that. And uh-huh. obviously they're Italian, but they were certainly shot in Spain. And I remember hearing uh, reading the story about um, Clint Eastwood when he went over, and somebody said to him, "If you're filming with a Spanish crew, make sure you remember what you said. Don't ad lib any of your lines because they'll lose the the uh, the audio track and you'll have to dub it all in." And he says that's exactly what happens. So. I think it's just typical of Spanish workers. I like how that's what you took from that scene, though, and I took for, imagine having to build a jigsaw just to have a wank. No, I've got that. That's my next one. <laughs> uh, nudie, nudie jigsaws. Where did I get myself one of those? But imagine having to do that. Like, rather than just, as you said uh, in last week's episode, the the share CD or the Littlewoods catalogue, you actually had to build a jigsaw <laughs> just to chug it. The only jigsaws I had in my house were like those... 5,000 pieces baked beans ones. Yeah. And like the imposter, I, imposter jigsaws that were like a picture on both sides. You know, like this yeah. is just, I don't have the patience or the time for this. Maybe my parents bought me that though just to stop me masturbating as regular. <laughs> like if we just get, if we get them these really hard jigsaws, it'll know that the heat off it like every two seconds. Know that that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but do you know, I mean, it, it would kind of be like, remember like when in the early days of like the internet when you had to, um, when you had to, uh, like download a picture and uh, your internet was so slow that it would like just like go down line by line and go to eventually get it it's kind of like that because you need to work work for getting your um, your picture of the, the bush how many did you always wait for the bush or did you just start going as soon as the hair was there and then as in the head hair and then <laughs> just like climax by the neck or did you actually make it to the bush it's uh, well it depends depends uh, how much time I had you know Let's say you had regular time for a for a young teen wank. Well, you obviously, you obviously, yeah, you obviously wait for the bush. You wait for the 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 good bit, and then if it's no good enough, then you then you kind of hang off to the next picture. Now, nah, when I first discovered masturbation, bushes <laughs> terrified me. So it looks like I'm angry, ready to eat you. So <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to be finished before it got to the even the pubic triangle. <laughs> Like, well, that, that's, the that, trail. that's that's potentially um, uncovering some issues that um, <laughs> <laughs> Liam's got um, buried deep. Oh, there's, anyway. a, there's, there's a buried deep in, um, in Bush there uh, joke that was, there was that was there somewhere after that, but uh, uh, I missed it. Um, right, anyway, so the mum comes in, finds this wee boy doing a nudie jigsaw while singing nursery rhymes, and she's a fucking psycho man. 
she just yeah. goes absolutely mental. Like as soon as she sees this this jigsaw, she tries to break the mirror. She's shy to break mirrors, and then she's like, "Go get plastic bags and put all your stuff in it. We're going to burn it." I'm like, Wait, don't just burn the stuff. Don't put it in a plastic bag. That's just adding pollution to the problem that was you know that was in the house already. But the boy doesn't get plastic bags. He's like, "Oh, Ma, you're getting rid of my nudie jigsaw. That's it. Last straw. Axe murder." <laughs> just comes in and just fucking chops it to bits. She fully deserves that axe. Oh, aye, she was fucking mental. You never get between a prepubescent boy and his scud's jigsaw. No, don't take it away from him. No. no. Especially if he's, like, he's near the end of the jigsaw, so he's getting closer and closer to that, like, the wank he's been building up for, and she dares to get in the middle of it. She dares yeah. to stop that happening. Yeah. Fucking no, axe her no. seven days a week. Yeah, never get in the way of a... Of a teenage boy and he's, and he's wanking don't ever make him feel embarrassed for his wanking he needs to be proudly wanking all the time that's how we learn not all the time as often as possible um, so then um, and then what happened is he made he makes sure that he finishes the bush puzzle before he saws his mum into pieces pieces <laughs> I get it puzzle pieces people pieces he can't distinguish between the two got it I think you've actually went deeper than the film has. <laughs> so I don't. Who phones the police? Does the neighbour come in or something, or the, the babysitter? I think the police just appear, and then he's in the cupboard. He's in the cupboard. Uh, covered not, in blood. I don't think they found him yet, Evan, because the room's all covered in blood. Yeah, that's right. And the, the police go, something's been butchered up here. Let's hope it was an animal. Let's search the place, and then they just find the head in the first place. They look. They don't even move off their, their feet <laughs> markers. They just open the cupboard that's within reach, and the head's just in there. <laughs> Yeah, this is also the same two police guys that came in, walked clean through the blood <laughs> over the top of the jigsaw, just walked all over the crime scene, having a look about, like, what what's going on here? And that is not the way you do police work. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they find the head, and then they find him in the other cupboard, covered in blood. Uh, clearly, it was him that used the axe, it was clearly him that killed his mum, but they're like, oh... Oh, look at this poor boy. He's been here the whole time while the killer has escaped. Yeah, but he said that a big guy done it. Yeah, a bit. He lied, man. So he's he's nearly as big a psycho as Luke was in The Witches. Well, actually, he's more of a psycho. Right, yes. We don't know how Luke grows, grew up. <laughs> um, so it jumps forward 40 years after that. Yep. And we have to believe that no one has pissed him off enough for him to kill again in that time. I'm just absolutely amazed that when this, the, the 40 years before was like 1940-odds, and pretty sure during the the wartime there wasn't just scuds jigsaws like that. Like, it's full frontal, I don't think there was full frontal pornography like that in the 40s. Well, do you call it, do you call it full frontal if it's bush? Yeah, it's full, full frontal, frontal no spread? No, full frontal would still be, yeah, tits and bush. Is that Nipples it? and dick. Because yeah. I don't think, I don't find the female form offensive. Oh, up straight... I- I don't find it upset. So you, find find it, <laughs> you find it offensive when it's spread. No, but I can understand that's... why people would say, oh, that's too much. You know, like, conservatives and that. No, but I think, no, full frontal, full frontal nudity is just that you see everything. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't really see everything until it's until spread. No, but, but Bush still counts. Bush counts, okay. Just checking. <laughs> right. Where are we now? Okay, so it's yeah, it's forty years later, and now he's just like crossing out his a picture of his mum's face, as if you've got a plan. 
that was spanning since before these free living girls that are on skateboards that we're now seeing were even alive. <laughs> Just it doesn't make sense. Continuity doesn't make sense. Continuity is not this film's strong point. <laughs> <laughs> Story, uh, character, <laughs> character building, and practical effects are this movie's strong point. <laughs> The, the girl on the skateboard, what the fuck happened to her? She just, like, skateboards into a mirror for, like, no reason. And it, doesn't, and it doesn't even explain it or do it with it. <laughs> like, who is she? Why is she on a skateboard? And why are they carrying a mirror around the corner? Yeah. She can also easily have not went through that mirror. Yeah. Like, the skateboard wasn't going 500 mile an hour. But that's that whole sexist view, isn't it? That girls aren't good at sports. I never took that from it, but yeah, it probably was to us. It's the yep. early 80s. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the next scene, we've got a girl like doing her studies in the park, right? And then there's a guy got a chainsaw. It's the same girl as it was on the skateboard. Is it? Yeah. Well, clearly nothing happened to her then when she ran <laughs> in mirror. I don't know if you're meant to notice that or not, but it was obviously the, 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 the mirror girl. Well, her dub, dubbed over voice is weird because see, because they've obviously timed it with the, the length of the shot, a lot of the lines sound forced and sped up. Because, like, so she, she's sitting reading her books, right? And this guy in behind the bushes, like, starts his chainsaw, assuming he's supposed to be a grounds worker or whatever. And she turns and goes, Hey, you're going to be long. If so, I'll move somewhere else. And like, like, just like, you don't even give him a chance to answer his question. However, the guy's doing his fucking job. You should always move somewhere else if the noise is annoying you. Yeah. No, you're part, Ken. Oh, wait, our head's off, so that'll be that. How good is that scene, though? That cranks <laughs> up to 11 but fucking I tell right you what, away. I don't know if you've ever used a chainsaw before or cut a head off, but I don't think it would go through that easily. No, I think it definitely would. No, I think you, you need to have something like a samurai sword, like a proper, like sharp katana to be able to like, cut a head off in a wani. No, one of those like one of those like uh, Aladdin swords, you know, one of those Middle Eastern swords that yeah. they cut heads off with. I, only if you know what you're doing and you can put the force behind it, but the chainsaw like takes the need of that force away. It's, I don't think no. it's an engine propelled thing so yeah they, I know but it's, power. it's a rough cut though it's going to bounce off to go through like you won't be able to do it through in a swipe I think you would need to like properly like like push it through mm, no I think I think you us we would get a head off way easier with a chainsaw than a samurai sword oh no these things are sharp as fuck man I but we don't know how to swing a sword. We don't know where I've, to cut. Like, Whereas hey, a chainsaw, look, look, you could just keep hacking away. I've watched enough YouTube videos of people cutting bottles and watermelons and stuff with swords. So I think I could do it. No. no. That'll be a challenge. Well, not, see, with, not with heads, but with... Um, to see who can do a clean a clean cut, clean down the middle of a, of a watermelon in one fell swoop. Right, and I'm going to use a samurai sword and you're going to use a chainsaw. Yeah, that's fine. Right, well, I'm going to get a nice slice of watermelon that we can enjoy and you're going to have a fucking mess in your hands. <laughs> I'm also going to have a chainsaw, though, and I've always wanted one. <laughs> so it's you can fine. Buy, them, buy them in Littles every other week. I know, but you've got to actually have a reason to buy a chainsaw. If you just walk into Lidl <laughs> and buy a chainsaw because you've always wanted a chainsaw, you cross the line between interested shopper to mental case yeah, yeah. especially a little one I don't want a little chainsaw I want like a fucking heavy duty like one that actual people who fell trees use yeah well, you just get so it, you can get it in the B&Q I, I still don't think they're good enough just so if MD says to me oh by the way we got a chainsaw actually funny you should mention that I do 
if I then come out with a really shite supermarket one, again, I'm the mental case that you just bought a chainsaw for a laugh. If I've got a heavy-duty professional chainsaw, like, right, this guy knows what he's doing. It makes sense as to why he's got this. Did I ever tell you the story about when me and Lauren went walking in the woods and we seen a chainsaw? I think you did. Was this the like the back of your house? Yeah, we went like a, we went deep into the woods. There's a there's a kind of path that was it's hard to get to now because the built houses run there, but there was a path that you could go on and it took you into the woods and we kinda of went off track and we were going through and it was it was still a kinda of somewhat path there and we were going through walking the dog and eventually we came across this, you know, it's like it was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre two chainsaw. It was like a really, really big long one and it was just up against a tree stump. It's like who the fuck leaves a chainsaw out here? Mental case has left a chainsaw here, and I was like, I don't, I don't want you to look at this. I'm getting it the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just picturing the actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre two one, the big <laughs> gigantic fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Did you phone it in? No. No, I, I just figured it must be a farmer, but I didn't want to wait and see. Because there is many farms near your house. There, well, There's yeah, not. it's a field. <laughs> it's a field, so I think fa- farmers must own the fields, no? I but. but uh, okay, maybe. Right, well, I'll tell you what, something about this movie, okay? The next scene, there's just some high school kids talking, okay? Or college kids talking, I don't know what age they're supposed to be. And um, this movie answers our waterbed question from a few episodes ago when we asked something on the lines of, like, what was the point of them or are they good? And she says, Nothing in the world more beautiful than smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> I've actually recorded it because it's such a stupid line and the way she says it we'll play it because I've recorded it for this reason so we will play it just now but oh my god Have you heard the latest? They've just installed a waterbed in the training room Have you ever been laid on a waterbed? The most beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed at the same time (laughs) But that that line there that was that's for terrible foreshadowing, just so they can yes. get a scene at the end. Ugh. And do you honestly think that, because now I'm intrigued, is the best thing in the world smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed stoned? I don't know. I think I think the combination of all those things would just make me motion sickness. Yeah. Which wouldn't be a good high. I can't imagine having sex on a waterbed would be, I know we've talked about it, but it, it still plays in my head. It can't be good. No. At all. I wouldn't say so. Maybe that's the next challenge. <laughs> yeah. The watermelon that we've cut, we both take to a waterbed. Fuck it. <laughs> See how enjoyable it is. Yeah. I don't suspect it would be that, that fun, but, 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 you know, I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> right. So, the murderer took the head off the girl he killed in the park. So, I'm asking now, is he going to try and rebuild his maw? Kind of like an incest Frankenhooker without the reanimation? Yep, that's okay. a fair assumption. Fair enough. Um, then the police comes in and they're asking about this girl that's been killed in the park. Do you have any idea what kind of girl she was? I was like, is, is he just like asking if she was a slut? Is that what he's asking? <laughs> Not that I would say the word slut. I, that, I, just, I just did, but that, that's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He does say, uh, did she run around with guys? Yeah, right, that's what he says after that, that's right. Yeah. So yes, that's exactly what he was suggesting. Um... But then he also says, or one of them, the, one of the cops says, "Now tell me this. You you you'll know this because you've watched the movie. But if you haven't watched the movie and you're listening to this episode, or you did watch the movie and you don't know what he said, the, the cop utters the phrase, "We're just out buying clothes with no labels and trying them on for size." <laughs> what what would you think that he was talking about? I don't know, Scott. Exactly. 
who the fuck write, wrote this fucking ridiculous script? He's he's actually saying that they're just throwing out wild theories, spitballing ideas. Two things that they could have said that would have served a much better purpose than what the line they actually went with. <laughs> right. So now we see the killer. And what's the killer doing? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, so I don't know. The killer is still doing the same nudie jigsaw from 40 fucking years ago. <laughs> is he not aware that porn will have advanced hundreds in that time? Oh, he's obviously kind of messed up in the VHS. head. Yes, Hunter's a bush, as much bush <laughs> as you want. <laughs> and definite full frontal. Is he not now building the jigsaw as he gets the parts? So the head's there because he's got his Ma's head, and then oh, sorry, he's got the the lassie in the park's head, and now he's he's going down. So he's then going to get the the arms, the chest, the bush. Right, I didn't catch that. There's, I didn't realize that was that's how he was building it as he was going. But that kind of makes a bit of sense. Has that changed the movie now? Is it now a five star movie? No. Huh. Um. So then we get back to the teenagers, and one of the girls says, "Uh." I want to have sex underwater. See you in the pool. And that's a fucking stupid idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not the girl you want to invite to all your swimming girls. It's just a stupid idea. It's like, have you, have you ever tried to see the see the natural uh, human lubrication? It it doesn't react to water. You just, it's just, you just stick and get injured. Sounds like that's from experience. Scott. No, it's, it's from knowledge. I would imagine that you would actually be way more lubed up. No, see, you would, that's what you would think, but you wouldn't. You're not. You, but it becomes. It becomes kind of. Uh, uh, what's the not? What's the word like? Resist, resistant, resistive. It becomes like not, well, not sticky, but friction. It, friction, yeah. So I was looking. For, I was going to say uh, frigid. I was like, that's not it. But friction, yeah, it becomes. <laughs> it creates friction, um, and also um, underwater, like jizz goes dead ropey. Yeah. So it's just a horrible how many thing. Times, how many times have you wanked in a local swimming pool? <laughs> Absolutely never. <laughs> um, That's not my ropey semen. <laughs> uh, again, that this could be a third challenge. So once we fuck the melon on the waterbed, we then take it, whatever's left of it, to the swimming pool and try fuck it in there. See if it's doable. So much friction, man. That's just full of water. I don't um, like this challenging anymore. But so she gets she gets to the pool, right? She strips off to her boobs. And then jumps in the pool. Why just go top with swimming though? Especially if you wanted to get banged in the pool, you would go full frontal. To be honest, if you're yeah, if, if you're going to be yeah. banging the school swimming pool, well, don't, don't for starters. But also, people will walk in. So surely you want to be like, kind of what are your what are your fairy wings called? Your armbands. Armbands. You want to armbands, full bathing suit. You want to make it look like you're there for a good time to swim. So nobody thinks. She's probably got a dick in her. <laughs> I'm assuming though you would see the dick because he's not only able to hold his breath for for so long. No, because you'll be standing. You can still stand above water, and your dick's underwater. <laughs> it's not like sex on a lyle, <laughs> <laughs> which would also be quite hard. Challenge, challenge it's number just, four. It's, it's just <laughs> seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> but the um. The scene, it was quite dark until the end. She gets chased out of the pool and she's up against the side and then uh, the chainsaw gets her. But again, the chainsaw just wouldn't cut as easy as that. Not buying it. No, I think we need to test this out. Yeah. So the ne- you then see the killer walking across a carpet with a bag of body pieces but no dripping blood. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Heavy duty bin bags, man. Yeah, aye. Non-lucky kind of bags that the mum wanted to burn stuff in, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is when I uh, made the note. I have to say at this point, I'm happy I found this for free and didn't buy it like I was going to. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, what's this quote? Oh, it's the quote because of the two guys, Goggles and Kendall, are talking. I just whistle and they come running. Like, Aye, very good, mate. <laughs> Shut up, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even go in and shag on the swimming pool because you shot yourself. You told <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, this is the, the trailer that Amazon Prime gave me. What the fuck is this dancing scene? Is it a choreographed dance that they're practicing for something specific? Is it some kind of weird 80s aerobics class? Why are they all in swimsuits with reverse trousers on? Why does the dance stop on the count of three? Why is the toilet 10 miles away? And why was there a girl in the toilet for the whole dance and nobody noticed? <laughs> I've told you, you're watching these trash cinema movies so wrong. All you should be thinking is, right, this lassie's dancing, she's about to get cut open, when's it happening? You don't need to think about the details. You don't need to think about the specifics. You don't need to understand why she's there or what the dance is for. You just need to know that that head or chest or arms or legs, something is about to come off and it's going to come off in a nice practical way but and get excited for that. It's it, But nothing did happen during that scene. She went to the toilet and then that was it. So that whole part was for nothing. It's, built, it's building tension, Scott. It's, no, I didn't have any tension. <laughs> so next, next we get, right, we get the tennis next, and it turns out that the, the, the tennis player, like the new tennis teacher, is like an undercover cop who's got to try and infiltrate the, the uni to try and figure out who the killer is, because they think it's an inside job. <laughs> so, luckily enough, they found this this um, girl who is, or this cop who is a star tennis player who can cover, like be a tennis teacher. Now, obviously, I mean, what kind of school do they go to where tennis is one of the classes? But hey-ho, we'll get to that as well, because there's another teacher that pops up that's Fucking nonsense. <laughs> right. But I tell you what though, they are shite at tennis and her serving <laughs> position is not only off, I think it's illegal. And did you also notice that Margaret Thatcher was there watching the tennis as well? I did. <laughs> See what was this all about? Neither of those women have ever played tennis no, before. I, I I think nobody on the crew of pieces had ever played or seen a game of tennis being played before. Do you think do you think they just chose tennis because there was tennis courts in the location they were filming? Yeah, and it's yeah, it will be. And when you're playing tennis, you're usually wearing shorts or a skirt or something that an eighties film would really want their women to be wearing. Yeah. So it's like, right, fuck it, tennis. I but we don't know what tennis is. It's fine. Nobody'll know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and then then after the tennis game's finished, there's like a parade fanfare that comes through the speakers. It's like the signal to finish. <laughs> It's just very, very strange. I don't understand it. <laughs> That's the, um, tennis, the tennis buzzer. The tennis buzzer. <laughs> I know what happens at the end of every tennis, tennis match. Um, so now we get another another uh, scene of him back in the house with his jigsaw. But as I'm saying, does, so he just goes, does he just go home, do the jigsaw and get super horny? Instead of wanking, he goes out and chops some bird up into pieces? That's his MO? It appears to be, yes. Okay. Um... We get back. That, like that's not a good thing. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just making sure I know all the, the facts, you know. <laughs> we go back to the dance studio, and it's just one girl this time, and she's dancing away, and she's just having a good time. 
and then she's finished her, her exercise routine or her dance routine and she goes to switch off the music. Then I tell you what, there is no way that that tiny stereo was blaring that, blaring that level of clear music. No chance. <laughs> Alright? Okay. Right, now I tell you what, this scene, so you, you the guy, right, because the guy's looking in through the window and he's got like a hat on and uh, like a jacket. He's kind of cut his face is all covered, you can't see him. And this time, he, he was spying on them before when it was the big group of girls dancing. This time, he's spying on them. It's just the girl herself. Now, the scene suggested that he had entered the same room. However, we got to watch with tense music, her getting changed, and then going to leave, and then going back to switch off the light, and then she's running. So, you have to assume that she was only fear of the empty place. Like, sometimes you get a fright when you're the only one in, and what's the music and all that stuff, rather than actually running for her life, because, she, she, you, you know, you would have fucking bolted with your shoes off the minute he walked in if you thought he was going to kill you oh, we've discussed it before when you're in a, an empty place yourself you always need a wee shite so maybe she was just <laughs> like oh fuck I'm about to shite myself and she was legging it down the corridor to get to the toilet yeah <laughs> maybe now it turns out there was someone after her because she gets to the lift and the guy comes in and the thing is so, I mean, it might just be the version I was watching but it was very dark it was hard to see what was going on but the chainsaw starts and then her arm gets chopped off that was, you need to you need to watch the Blu-ray version. <laughs> it was actually quite brilliant. I did I did enjoy the the arm uh, coming off scene. However, I tell you this right: if someone's coming for you with a chainsaw and you can't run away, get in close to them and behind the blade if you can. Don't cover away and raise your arms, or they're getting chopped off. Yeah, that's just some advice for you, right? That's that's good life advice to to heed. Yeah. Because I mean, that's the thing. Because you're never going to your arms aren't going to save you from a chainsaw. Do you know what I mean? Whether yeah. or not it cuts them off in a fast katana-like motion or whether it chops through them and chops them off, your arms are coming off, your head's coming off, that's 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 a given. So getting close to the person behind so they can't like hit you with it. I'd say run... You I'd say if you run can run away. No, no, run flat out towards them. Yeah. And as they're lifting the chainsaw, just like two foot tackle their legs. Because obviously when they get kicked, they can't get the chainsaw down quick enough to get you and by that point you can then like they'll be down on the ground you can stand up and just give them a, a kick in the head take the chainsaw off them yeah or run away yeah do what you can do what you can if your life's in danger yeah play dirty um so then there's there's a scene here where you get a bunch of people lined up Kendall and a couple of teachers I'm like is this supposed to be like a whodunit like all these folks on the line is it is it, is it supposed to be someone we know is that is that what they're getting at I think it is yeah, so then at some point somebody calls him Chainsaw Charlie. This <laughs> is like, fair enough. Uh, right, now there's a scene. Now, I think this is Kendall again, okay? Now, Kendall's started to be fancy in the, the tennis teacher, okay? Now, I, I'm assuming it must be uni because that would make him, like, in his early 20s, suggesting that he's old enough to be able to have a relationship with a teacher, even though it's still kind of frowned upon, but not illegal, I don't think. Yeah. In uni, because everybody's consenting adults, even though... You've still, it's, it's immoral because of the position of power, I think, so something along those lines. However, if he's if he's not taking tennis class, then yeah, then it's, then it's fine. But in mind, paedophilia was illegal in the 80s, but folk, like, celebrities were still banging wains, so... Yeah. <laughs> even if it was found upon in the 80s, they still think they can get away with it. Yeah. So, Kendall's banging somebody, he's up in my room with somebody, somebody and... Um, she has a kind of, she has a kind of nightmare. She screams a bit, and he wakes her up and is raging at her. Oh, come on! You're going to wake up the whole school, or something along those lines. And then, um, then she just gets fucking super horny out of nowhere. And then he's like, 
jumps up to look at the window and sees a tennis teacher walking in the dark herself. And uh, she goes, oh, I'll come back to bed. Well, I won't make any noise. What if you gag me? <laughs> I won't make any noise. And I'm like, fuck's sake, what, what, is, what did that scene come from? What was the need I, for that scene? It, it was fucking her and she was making too much noise. They were sleeping and she woke up because she was in a nightmare. I'm pretty sure she was being fucked. You sure? Yeah. And that's why I said, oh, well, you can gag me then because she was already being loud. So he stopped in the middle of banging her? Aye, because he could sense the teacher was there. And as we, we can clearly see, Kendall only thinks he's dick. So he's like, <laughs> actually, do you know what? I still want to bang that professional tennis player out there. <laughs> so he's he's he put on his clothes and he went out with covered in, in natural human lubrication. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to go chat up some other bird. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you actually see his dick for a prolonged period of time in this film? Oh, when he's getting when he jumps out of bed, he does see his yeah. dick, don't you? Yeah, that's right. So, the, the good thing, there's a point for pieces, is fair to both sexes. You see tits, you see bush, you see dick. Yeah, that's that's what we look for. That That's the boxes we want to tick. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this scene of the teacher walking down the street in the dark, okay? Now, Kendall <laughs> comes up the back on his motorbike, all right? And as she goes to round the corner in front of her, some guy comes round and just punches fuck at her, just kicks at the ground and then like knocks her out. <laughs> and, then, and then then I think he just falls over to the deck as if he's just fell. He just I don't know if she hits him or if he just falls over, like lands uh, down. She hits him. She hits him, right. Maybe this is the, you can see that in the restoration version. I just <laughs> seen him as if he just thought, fuck, I've just went and battered a woman. I'm going to pretend there's something wrong with me. And he falls over. <laughs> and then Kendall turns up and she's like, what, what's this? And he's like, he's like, oh, oh, my bad. Uh, maybe a bad chop suey. I'll see you later. And he's like, hey, it's just my kung fu professor. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, one? What? Why? What was that? See, what was that all about? <laughs> why is the kung fu professor just walking about punching fuck at a random woman at night? Three. Why is it the most like stereotypical racist dialogue that you've heard? And then also, four, why does this uni have not only tennis class, but kung fu class? <laughs> what kind of school is this? I think that scene is incredible. And I, I would compare it to... Demon uh, Wind? No, I was going to say, like, see the tense scene where Clarice first sees Hannibal Lecter and Silence of the Lambs. Or... Uh, like Shawshank when he gets out of the prison, just this glorious scene that's absolutely excellently filmed and makes so much sense. In the film. <laughs> no, no, it's exactly the same as the karate scene in Demon Wind. It is just fucking out of place. It just pops up out of nowhere and it is never mentioned again. Kung Fu films were obviously quite big at this time, though. So maybe the directors were just wanting to get everybody something to enjoy. So, well, here's a wee bit. If you want tits, here's tits. If you want dick, here's dick. If you want heads coming off, here's heads coming off. What's that? You want Kung Fu? That's fine. We'll have a Kung Fu professor. Don't need to explain it. He's just there. Some Kung Fu for you. And then Abdel goes home happy. <laughs> Pieces is the film that gives everyone a little something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next kill is uh, killed on a waterbed. Didn't see that foreshadowing at all. <laughs> I'd say it's another addition to the list of reasons why waterbeds are fucking stupid because if you're going to get stabbed you can't escape it and you end up drowning before you get stabbed and if yeah. you keep your head above water you just get stabbed waterbeds are fucking stupid 
They are, they are stupid. Agreed. Um, so Kendall, Kendall's outside again in the dark, and he comes round the corner, and there's a kind of half, uh, there's like there's a kind of scare. It's somebody in a mask, but the mask is kind of a daft mask, and then he takes forever to take his mask off, and it's goggles. So he takes his mask off and then puts his glasses on, and then he make he, he goes Casanova, and then makes the weird symbol with his hands up at his mouth, and then runs away. <laughs> like what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> do, do, you, do you have an answer? I'm actually no, asking. No, no, okay. uh, absolutely not. I think it was just a, a reason for a, a cheap scare. Aye, and it's like, but it's like it wasn't even a jump scare. It was just weird. Ah, but I, I don't know. Maybe we'll be looking at all these fucking Annabelle movies. In 30 years, thinking, the jump scares are shit. You seen that coming? Maybe at the time this was like, whoa, fuck, my mask. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I, you, can, I can tell that this movie's beating you down, Scott. Oh, man, do you know what? It's just, it's just so, it was just so daft. <laughs> Absolutely daft. Because the next scene, obviously, he's doing that fucking jigsaw again. More pieces. <laughs> Right, so we're back in the tennis court. I think this is maybe the girl that got beat off the, the teacher in the uh, exhibition match earlier on. <laughs> so she's playing tennis with herself. As we know, that that's, that's um, that, that could be fun. That could be fun, but it's not a game. You want a you partner. Yeah, you always win. Yeah, <laughs> you do always win, you're right. It's a metaphor for masturbation, clearly. <laughs> Again, um, giving this movie way too much credit there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's actually using metaphors. But so she, all she does is just like badly serve like six balls over the net, and then she goes to get them, and then the the, the tunes start playing through the 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 uh, the speaker, and she gets mad. But it's genuinely like this this tune gets played during tennis matches or at the end of tennis matches, and they're all conditioned to to believe it means get, go and get changed. Like as if to say she was she was doing it, she was playing it herself. She. Would have been aware of the time if it was like a class or if it was a free period or whatever. She'd have been aware, aware of the time, so she would have known how long she'd been there and how long she's got until um, it's time to finish. And still, she was like mad when this tune came on. You don't have to go and get changed. But Is the tune came on, she's like, no, I need to go. I don't know, man. Have you never been tennis high? <laughs> tennis like, high? You, yeah, you're playing tennis and you're just so caught up in the game. You're just absolutely loving the motion is swinging that racket just in that in that second tennis is the most beautiful thing to you and then the, te- the tennis fanfare goes and ruins it that's a I, horrible time she conveys I, it perfect I have never ever had a tennis high I cannot play tennis I've tried to play tennis I've tried to play tennis myself I've tried to play tennis with a partner I am rubbish at tennis yeah I, I can't imagine I just, you're Hand-eye coordination. Yeah, I don't know if there's a if that's a metaphor or I'm making it or not. But <laughs> but I tell you what, a genuine tennis is. You know, so you've ever been say on holiday and you say, oh, let's just, let's play tennis. Fuck it, there's a tennis court. Let's get the the rackets out and we'll play tennis. Well, you hit a tennis ball with a with a tight racket and a, and a new tennis ball, right? You hit that tennis ball and you can hit that tennis ball for about fucking three tennis courts length. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those people playing Wimbledon 
they are fucking smashing tennis balls. You can hear the noise. You can actually like, feel the, the tennis ball squashing into itself and then repelling back out. They're hitting it with such force and such power. And they are bringing it down about fucking 10 feet in front of them into the, into the opposition side of the court. You know how hard that is to do that? I, I don't think it was that. Obviously, you get that power, it's hard, but I don't Yeah, think but it's... you hit that power and that ball goes fucking about fucking 600 feet. You need to bring I, it down. Aye, obviously you're aiming down, so it can't be that difficult. I know, but then no, you're not aiming down because you need to hit it over the net as well. It's a really complex game. It's really hard. Don't take for granted the people who play at Wimbledon. They're really good. They're they're, they're athletes. They're good. That's why that's why they get to play at Wimbledon, and that's why they all get prize money if they go even in even at the beginning rounds. All right. So don't take away for the tennis players. But you only smash it if you're up close to the net. So you jump up and you smash it. You 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 can't hit the net because the only way down is the other side. You every, smash it every single, side. every single tennis hit at Wimbledon is is hit with more power than I could ever hit a tennis ball. Aye, but they are professional tennis players. You are not. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that's how good they are. Have you upset a tennis player? Are you are you, are you making up for upsetting somebody? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. <laughs> So anyway, the fanfare goes and she doesn't get changed. So we get some uh, shower T and A and then some B later on. Yep. Um, so we get to see the point of view of the killer because he's like perving on her when she's in getting changed as they all did in the 80s uh, he's such a mouth breather you think he's definitely going to be a beast with high cholesterol <laughs> um, so she gets chased around the, the changing rooms while the tennis coach teacher and the uh, the Jani uh, are trying to switch the fanfare off because they shouldn't have went on and some nonsense chat about Kendall saying the Jani's got the keys and he says no I don't have the keys I don't I, I work the grounds I don't work the speakers or some nonsense pish <laughs> and um, they finally get to switch off so while this is happening she's getting chased around and she gets chased into the toilet and she just locks herself in the cubicle and then the <laughs> Now, was it really, really necessary just to show that she pissed herself from fear? Apparently, that actually happened. But that wasn't in the script. Yeah, According to IMDb is... trivia, the, the last day was genuinely just scared in the moment and pissed herself. <laughs> but they zoomed in on it, though, so they must have known it was happening. Maybe the cameraman went, she's just pissed herself. <laughs> and the director's went, that would be excellent because what in, says, in, yeah. yeah, fucking zoom in, what says fear? Like pissing yourself, nothing. Fucking <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> uh, I thought it was, I thought it was quite, uh, quite, quite harsh. But anyway, <laughs> so he gets, he gets in and he cuts her in half. Yep. Now Kendall and the teacher and the Jani get in and um, she's blaming herself, saying that it's like it was her her fault because they never switched. They were messed about with the music when they should have been coming to get her, but they didn't know she was in there. There's a relaxing. She was already dead before you even got to the music controls. Just don't worry about it. But. Susie's half the body was actually quite traumatic looking and I think it helped that I was watching like an old grainy VHS version of it because it looked quite creepy. Even in the Blu-ray version it still actually yeah. looks, quite, looks quite good. Uh, so I think we're back at the cops here. My, I, my, my note here is bastard bastard but shouted. Yeah, that was the, the tennis player woman. When she, yeah, they ask it about the car. She goes, "I've actually got that recorded as well." <laughs> bastard, bastard, bastard! You see it? Yes. While we were out here fumbling with that music, the lousy bastard was 
He cut that poor girl in half while she was still alive. <laughs> uh, so then, then again, there's, there's another scene that's like just like dubbed over terribly. You've got this. So the one cop's giving the other cop like more work to do or something, and he says, "I, I've been up 23 hours straight. I just can't do it any longer." Okay, I'll get right on it. You're like, it's like <laughs> almost in the same breath. It's just like run into one. You're like. Uh, the beauty of dubbed movies oh god so uh, tennis tennis coach goes to see the dean of the university and um, he's like I'll make some coffee and uh, it's like cream and sugar he's like no sugar please ah watching your figure like how your sex is condescending prick <laughs> sugar and coffee's rotten that's all you need to know you don't need to know anything about a figure sugar and coffee's rotten end of story <laughs> Fair play, fair play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is when we find it. Yeah, I think he at this point. No, not at this point. I think it's the second cup of coffee he tries to drug her. So uh, this is when we find out that the headmaster, the dean, is actually the killer. And when that's revealed, it's like I was like, that's actually been obvious all the way through. I never noted down the clues, but there are a few of them throughout the whole movie that points to the the dean right for the start. Uh, I, th- I think it is. Uh... Yeah, when I watched it for the first time, I did think, right, it's obviously the Dean. Because he's creepy as fucking and he disappears for the majority of the movie until the end. Like a Scooby-Doo character. You see the janitor at the start and then you never see the janitor again until they go, oh my god, it's old Mr. Williams, the janitor. Yeah, the... uh, the, yeah, the, the Janny and the other teacher, the, the male teacher that he tries to say that he's weird because he's a homosexual at one point. Um... <laughs> That's they two are red herons, obviously, like big massive yeah. red herons. Um, so, yeah, so we go back. So Kendall's now been appointed like a polis for fuck knows why, right? So he's working with it. He's working I, didn't, with it. I didn't know how that that's how easy it works. Yeah, if you if you are good at thinking, then the police would actually just make you a detective and put you on a really hot serial killer case. Yeah. <laughs> so he's working with a really tired cop. And the cop follows up a lead and he's phoning somebody and then he gets the answer he's looking for and he's like, oh, thank you, I'll send you a box of lollipops. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Well, you, see, to be honest, if I do anything for anyone and somebody sent me a box of lollipops, I would know that they were very grateful and I would enjoy all of those lollipops. See, I don't like lollipops. I'd prefer, like, a box of Space Raiders or something. I know, no, but do you know what? Space Raiders, they're moorish for a while and then you get over them, whereas a lollipop... You can. You always enjoy a lollipop. Nah, I'm over it. I'm over after one. No, nah. It depends on kind of lollipop. Lollipops are you eating? Uh, those wee flat disc ones that you used to get in Sunday school. Uh, the ones that like kind of change color. No, they were just like made of concrete. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were all different colors, but they were solid kind of clear discs. And you always got one toffee in the bag, and because my grand ran the Sunday school, I used to always dip the bags before we went to Sunday school and steal the toffee ones. Stealing from Sunday school. Yeah, well, Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam, that's for sure. <laughs> um, right, right. So she's right. She's been uh, she's been drugged, right? Then they come in. So they come in, and uh, I think is he trying to is he trying to rape the teacher? Is that what he's trying to do? He's date raped her anyway. So she's she's not moving, and they can running in. And uh, I, I don't even remember what happens here. To be honest, I can't. I, I, remember, 
I, I, I know how it ends, but yeah. I don't remember the, says, the date. Uh, my note says, you want to be the hero for Mary. Fire person left her right out of there. Obviously, see, I said fire person because, it's, you know, women can be fire people too. Yeah. Um, Under five episodes, you're learning. Well done. <laughs> they are fighting the Dean. But you need to watch, better watch Kendall. The Dean said that he was strong. Ah, I'm dead strong. I don't know if you've uh, <laughs> seen that wee clip that's uh, the one, you know how like, we've done the Peace and Pound Coins a couple of episodes ago? Uh-huh. There's another one, it's, it's called uh, Two Wee Characters, called Bears Den and Mulgai, like Bears Den and Mulgai, uh, which are places just outside Glasgow for any non-Scottish people listening, and it's just like, they've been going to the gym, and they're like, ah, I'm dead strong, like, oh, I'm dead strong too, I bet you I could lift up this this car, and he's like, oh, I bet you I could lift up this this house, and then he goes, ah, and he's going, I bet you I could lift up the whole planet, and then they, they lift, and then the planet moves up, goes whoop, and they go, we are dead strong, won't you lift each, each, each other up to heaven and overthrow God? Aye, whoop, and they go, yep. <laughs> Does that mean I now need to play this fucking sound clip at the end of this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, so the somebody shoots the, the, the Dean right in the Napa, and just like that, the date rape starts running out of the teen- tennis coach. She's uh, able to walk and she's talking again. It's quite, you know, maybe they invented better date rape as the years went on. I don't know. No, 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 better date rape, more effective. Date. No, I mean, not even more effective. Was, uh, worse, yeah, worse. Maybe they invented worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, wow. So, uh, um, so, yeah, so they're looking about his office, okay, and they find his uh, nudie jigsaw. And he's reading the box. Why does the jig porn say kids of all ages in the box? Well, everybody's got to see everybody's got to see tits and that eventually. <laughs> They've all got to learn. But then they go, I never thought the Dean would collect something like this. What a freak. I'm like, he's just tried to kill a girl. He's been exposed as a chainsaw serial killer and a bush jigsaw <laughs> makes him a freak. <laughs> People get really fucking judgy at uh, uh, bush jigsaws, it seems. <laughs> it seems, yeah. No, they're really, really <laughs> angry at them. Now, this is when you get the, the last minute scare of the Frankenhooker body. That is actually quite good. They touch something in the bookcase and it flips around in the body, like all sewn together, the pieces of the body all sewn together. It actually looked all right and it was quite well done. Because when it fell out on top of him, it was coloured kind of well. It looked like a kind of bruised, discoloured dead body. And other than the scene where the body falls on top of him, you could see it was a person. When it was lying on the ground, the, the actress who was playing the different parts of the body managed to be lifeless enough for it to look decently real when he stood up and the, the arm flopped off him so that was that was kind of alright <sighs> fuck's sake no the last minute scare actually changes the tone of the whole movie <laughs> 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 just don't understand right so this this piece's bodies fell out the cupboard alright and Kendall's still there being a police again fuck knows why he's the police and why he's even there in this crime scene but I think he's be sick somewhere in the, in the office and the cop that he's been working with comes back in to say, "Oh, don't worry about it. Like, don't you'll be shocked. It's a horrible scene. All the rest of it. Try to cover it and say, let's let's go and we'll. I don't know whether they're going to the station to make a report or something. Fuck knows. He's probably got a lot of paperwork to do. Kendall, you know, he's then he's in the post. <laughs> he's probably got a fucking promotion. <laughs> <laughs> so he then kind of looks at the body, which we have to assume because we've seen a body getting taken out. So you have to assume that that was the the dean. There's a body lying on the floor, which you have to assume is the pieces body, which is covered up by a, by a sheet. And he looks down at it and um, he's like, the cop's like, no, just, just forget it. He says, hold on, I get my jacket. And he steps over the top of the body. The body's arm then just shoots up. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> and it, you know, how do you even, it grabs him by the dick, right? And and it pulls off his dick and balls through his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends the credits. Why the fuck? Why the fuck? Why did the Frankenhooker arm come to life? And why was it able? You know how how hard it would be to rip it, rip dick and balls off through a, a pair of jeans. You know how hard it is just to rip jeans. That's what I mean. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Uh, but Carrie did the excellent jump scare at the end with the hand coming through the grave. Obviously, the only way you can up that is to have the hand coming up, the hand, <laughs> the hand belonging to a Frankenhooker, hand coming up and ripping a dick out. If Carrie had done that, then we'd be talking about Carrie right now. It's do you know? I like, I don't. I just don't understand. It changes the whole tone of the movie. Why did the cops come back to life? Why and why did it rip his dick off? <laughs> Well, no, do you know what? He deserves it because the whole time he's been a fucking mad... Or he thinks he's a mad shagger. Aye, he's a fuckboy. So he deserves it. Nothing, nothing says happy ending quite like a fuckboy getting his dick ripped off. Yeah, I don't. I didn't say he didn't deserve it. <laughs> I just don't understand the physics of what actually happened in front of my eyes. Yeah. Challenge number five. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible to rip your own dick out through your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, right, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, have you uh, you get any more notes, or do you want my final summation? <laughs> no, let's go for it. I'm, right. I'm assuming this is going to be a five star movie for you, so let's go. <laughs> right, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting beforehand. Awful dubbing, and the quality of the version I watched was old and warped. The script is terrible. The transition between scenes is slow and obvious. Some of the kills are good, and the ways of displaying the bodies are creepy and disturbing. Absolute nonsense last second though, which, although it gives it that sleepaway camp cult ending, it doesn't make sense for the rest of the film, and I probably won't watch this again. So for that, it's two and a half trues of pisses out of five. Nah. <laughs> what do you mean, nut? Nah. <laughs> Fucking redo that, redo that, and give it a five, because nah, that can't. is nonsense. I can't, that is what it is. Nah. Nah. This is not a poorly made film at all. It's the the lighting and some of the way the scenes are like set up are really fucking well done. Like in any film, I'd look at it and go, "That's a nice scene," <laughs> which I was not expecting to get from pieces. Uh, it's get kind of giallo elements, which is quite interesting for a Spanish film rather than Italian. But it has something for everything. Like I said, uh, Jalo, Slasher, Practical Effects, terrible, terrible dialogue that's actually hilarious. There's tits, there's dicks, there's jigsaws, there's kung fu. If i seen this at the cinema, at the time, I don't think I would ever be as happy as I would have been the second I walked out of the cinema. Like, I think this is a fucking excellent film. But would you have understood it? You don't need to understand. All you need to understand is that there's a cunt with a massive hat, a chainsaw, and he's just cutting folk up because he wants to make the a woman who represents the titty jigsaw that he wasn't allowed to make when he was young. That's I it. just no. I need I need more. Ah, I guess it's hilarious. I think if you he brought all the your, your guys, your girls, if you brought everyone around for beers and watch a film, and you put pieces on, it's going to be a fun night. You, you know it's going to be fun. Every scene, like the, the the skateboard with the mirror, every bit like that that happens, we go, what? What the fuck is going on? Just makes for a such a brilliant viewing experience. I'm so glad that Pieces won. 
I'm so glad we talked about it. I'm I'm glad that you didn't hate it as much as I thought you would, <laughs> but I was really hoping for something more than a two and a half. I think you need to watch the Blu-ray version. I'm, I might, I might. I'll see. I'll keep an eye on those those eBay and Amazon prices and see if I can get it. I might go for it. In fact, don't. I know what I'm getting you for your for your birthday. <laughs> Clue: It's not pieces. <laughs> it's the special edition with the jigsaw. <laughs> Because that is a thing, and I'd know that Duncan probably owns it. So, I was actually, I I was actually just looking at there's one on eBay that's finishes in two days that's at 10 quid just now. Oh, there you go. So, it's either five pound more than Amazon or five pound less than Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, I'd, I'd give pieces a four out of five. Four? Obviously, yeah. For, for me, for a movie that would I like, I watched this again last night. Would I watch it again tonight? Yes. Would I watch it again tomorrow? Yes, definitely. I think it's it's a movie that never stops being funny. I understand that it's obviously not meant to be funny, but the the experience I get watching it is hilarious, and I, I, I think that's that's excellent. <laughs> Do you want to? I've just realised that the special edition that comes with the jigsaw. I thought it was like a jigsaw of like. Like I've seen in a movie, I don't know why they didn't even put two and two together. It's actually the nudie jigsaw. Yeah. Why? Is, why? Why did they just give you a jigsaw? It's just a scene of the film. I don't, I don't know. I never thought. I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. I didn't think you'd actually get part of the movie. I just thought it would be like a jigsaw of the movie. But you get the nudie jigsaw. You get the food, the the jig porn. The actual titty jigsaw is shown in the movie. <laughs> like 33 times and you think that with a special edition they're just going to give you a jigsaw of the lassie skateboarding at the mirror I don't know I don't really think the same way as most people think yeah you don't think <laughs> hey, so that was that was pieces that was the group pick uh, thanks to Rachel for suggesting it thanks to everyone for voting and Oh man, I'm so glad. Honestly, I want you just to pick movies all the time. This fully makes up for that Lindsay Lohan shambolic nonsense from the first group pick. We'll never go over that. No. Well, do you know what? We will, because I'm now over it. I love you guys. I love all of you. Everyone that picked pieces, I love you. Anyone that picked that fucking anime tentacle porn, I'm is not that, watching that it. Yeah. He's admin, he posted it on Instagram, on Facebook, and texted me saying, I'm picking that because I think you should do the full series. I'm like, no, I get tricked into watching the first one and tricked into buying the first two. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. So the next group pick will probably be 110 and see if that's there as an option and it gets picked. I'm, I'm sacking the podcast. Well, I'm sacking my part of it. It'll just be Scott versus Evil. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it an actual movie or is it just porn? Yeah, it's, oh, and it's an actual anime movie, but as most or a lot of anime movies are, it's porn. <laughs> There's things getting fucked with tentacles, man. <laughs> it, so sounds, it, it sounds funny, but after like an hour and a half, it's not. <laughs> 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 it's going to have subtitles, isn't it? I don't fancy watching it. There's only so many ways a tentacle can penetrate a vagina. You would think. I think yeah. there's like four movies in this fucking series. Like, and he wants us to do them all it's not happening <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it uh, so that was pieces we'll now play the sound clip that Scott <laughs> brought up earlier uh, and we'll be back to close out the show I've just been doing weights for ages and now I'm dead strong and I could probably lift that mountain no bother <laughs> 
well, so have I been doing mates for ages and I'm dead strong. And I, I could probably lift the whole planet, no bother. <laughs> We are dead strong. Come and we'll lift each other up to heaven and overthrow God. I definitely. If you if you like those wee sound clips, if you got them, uh, it's there's the guys there's a YouTube page, um, Swatrick Paisy, like Patrick Swayze, but backwards. Uh, he's not really he's not put up anything new for a long time, but they're just daft wee clips, wee animated clips. They're funny. I like them. They they've got my sense of humour. <laughs> And yet pieces didn't. Yeah. Which yeah. is very telling. Are you watching anything else on um, that incredible film? Yes, well, because I am currently off work, um, because of my stitches, which is kind of good, because I'm never off I'm never off my work, so I have been signed off for a couple of weeks because my stitches are dangerous within a hospital environment, um, just in case I get infections or burst them open or whatever. I didn't even think that was... I just thought it was maybe so you didn't like, stress yourself and burst your stitches. I didn't even think about the infection thing. Yeah, no, aye. That makes way more sense. Yeah, so it's it's good being off with when you're not actually sick, like you're not physically sick. I'm just like I'm I'm injured. I'm an invalid, so uh, it's been great. Yeah, I've not needed to do any housework because I'm not allowed to pull, push and pull the Hoover. I have, you know, I've just got hundreds of time to watch movies and you know do hundreds of stuff like that. So I spent um, one of the days just um, watching all the Fast and the Furious back to back because it was on Sky Sport, Sky Cinema. I've seen them all already, obviously, but I just watched them again because they were on. See, when we talk about like movies for the podcast or horror movies or excellent classic horror movies, and you say you've not seen it and you say you've not got any time, you finally get time to watch movies. You honestly chose the Fast and the Furious series. Yeah, because uh, it was like. It was halfway through the first one, and I thought, oh yeah, I remember this was good. And then the second one was coming after it, which is the best one ever. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll watch that as well. I'm, I'm washing my hands of you now. But, but No, I have watched other movies since that are uh, hot, like horror podcast related. I watched Video Man, you know, the one that Fright Fest presents, the Swedish one, which had subtitles, by the way, and I read them all. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. It's all right. Um, I don't think we'll ever do it as an episode. So I, on Letterbox, I think I gave it three and a half stars. It's there's it's lacking in some story towards the end, like, like around the conclusion. However, your two kind of main characters do have like good kind of turning points, and it ends kind of positive note. But it's it's heavily on like cinema collectors. It's the guy. It's obviously VHS, which we we don't collect VHSs, but like collecting kind of Blu-rays and being invested in all different historic yeah. cinema classic cinemas it's all in there so they reference a lot of different um, movies they reference a lot of different um, directors uh, talk about Giallo all the time they have a conversation about how Fulci's better than Argento because Argento does, just does the same thing over and over again uh, Duncan if you listen to this episode you might enjoy that scene uh, or, or get a kick out of it or whatever I don't know if you agree you, you probably don't because I think you Duncan will yeah. still remember that uh, the time you said Fulci had only made one movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, and that uh, knowledge is because you watch Fast and the Fucking Furious when you've got two weeks off. Yeah, no, well, Video Man's good. I would recommend it. It's 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 uh, good. It kind of reminds me of that. Um, uh, was it, was it Blumhouse that done it? There was a podcast recently that I listened to, and it was about uh, the white tapes, and it was 
like 10 episodes and it was about a guy that was collecting VHS and he found these white tapes and he had to go and it was like a horror trying to find out what happened to the white tapes and it was quite good I'm sure it was Blumhouse that put it out or was it, no was it Shudder Maybe, I think it was Shudder put it out and it's probably still available if you listen to it it's like 10 episodes so about half an hour each time and it was really good and it's a, it's almost like off the same as that there's a really kind of cool there's cool lighting in it it's all reds and blues like giallos and it's um, got a really cool kind of synth soundtrack that goes through it as well so mm-hmm. I, I, it's worth giving it a watch it's on Sky Cinema I downloaded it but I'm sure you can buy it in supermarkets for or HMV or FOP for like 3 quid yeah, I'll probably check it I've never, never even heard it until you mentioned it, was, it. The, the director was there at Fight Fest they were talking about it Oh, maybe 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 was, maybe he was there before I watched that weird incest movie with a doll. <laughs> Nobody else gave me. Oh yeah, the the Scottish one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know I don't, I don't remember that, but my my brain is mush. So. Have you watched it? Uh, I well, since we last recorded, I finished the boys series. I know you have too. Oh yeah, yeah, finished that. Uh, yeah, really good. So if you've not watched it yet, fucking get on that because I know some people were hating on the last couple of episodes I don't see it personally I thought it was all excellent and I cannot wait for season 2 yeah and you know what I liked about it as well it didn't it's still a continuation storyline do you know what I mean like it didn't you know some series will get to an end and they'll, they'll maybe like leave some kind of cliffhanger but they've finished the storyline you're watching so they need to write a brand new one well yeah. this isn't finished this storyline's just starting do you know what I mean like so the next think- season will straight away just continue the story that was my issue with Preacher season one. I thought it was excellent, and then because they kind of wrapped it up at the end of season one, uh-huh. season two was then like, okay, now let's follow these guys doing still kind of the same thing, but in a grander scale. You're like, no, do you know what? It's no, it's no as fun as the first series. Yeah, it's no as fun as that concept. Uh, but no, I, I exactly like you. I, I'm really glad they ended it the way they did, and fucking bring on season two, man. Uh, other than that I have still just been watching uh, old Japanese films so that's my life how many is there? how many Japanese films is there? yeah I don't know off the top of my head I can imagine there's a lot I've got about 14 uh, Blu-rays on my shelf that I still need to get through they're all Japanese but obviously there's thousands thousands more for me to buy and watch I'm now doing it like by director, so I've done all, all Kurosawa. I've done, I've not done all uh, Takashi Miki, but I've done the majority of the important ones that I need to see, uh, and I'm just kind of working my way through, through the history of Japanese cinema and that book, which is actually very good. I caught the last time I called it a critical dictionary of Japanese directors, but it's like a critical handbook, which makes way more sense than a dictionary because that would be really shit. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that, that, that's that's been it. And obviously, pieces for this, which I did actually watch twice. Well, that's... You could have watched it twice. I could have watched twice. fucking Fast and the Furious. Do you know what? The Fast and the Furious is good. What one did you get to? All of them? No, no, I didn't actually watch the, all of them. I watched the I watched half of the first one, and then I watched the second one, and then I, I don't know what I watched after that. Jumanji again, maybe? The Rock Jumanji? Yeah. It's actually really good. It like really it. is good, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's it. Well, I do really like The Rock. Despite what I'm saying about Fast and the Furious, I don't like any of those movies. But anything else The Rock's in, I just I think it's because I'm a fan of wrestling, or I was a fan of wrestling, that anything The Rock does, I'm going to enjoy. But do you not think um, Fast and the Furious 1 is just point break with cars? And I'm the first person to ever say that. <laughs> is that official? Yes. Well, I, I don't think it's official, but... 
I thought of it myself. Fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of point break. Well, mm. it's, it's exactly point break with cars. The first one was a decent film because it actually, like, the, the storyline and the acting were of a, of a decent level. After that, it just went, the shit hit the fan. It's, well, it's, it's now totally, um, like, nonsense. Like, it's it's nonsense on purpose as well. It's, it's, it is ridiculous. It's switch off and, and, you know, it's there is no there's no brain engagement. There's nothing intelligent about the movies as they get as they get into the later ones at all. Nothing intelligent. Uh, see, I want to shut my brain off and watch something like pieces, titty jigsaw heads coming off. I don't want to shut my brain off and watch. What I've just said, I like the rock that new one, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't want to see Jason Statham hanging off a plane, punching the rock, and talking about cars. That's nowhere near as fun as a titty jigsaw. Yeah, I know, I agree. There's, there's a lot of merits in Titty Jigsaws. <laughs> As you will find out on your birthday when you receive one. <laughs> Although I think on Amazon, that uh, collection now is like 200 or 300 quid, so you might not get that. <laughs> I might what, just make you one. The Titty Jigsaw one? Yeah, I think it's sold out everywhere. Uh, well, the last time I looked, the only available ones were a couple of hundred quid. Oh, well, maybe watching this uh, eBay auction then is, is worth it. I mean, that was just the one with the jigsaw. How, how much is it? Tenner. With the jigsaw? Yeah, with the jigsaw, aye. It's got... So it's it's the... There's no... It, it must the, have a reserve. There's no way that's sitting there with the jigsaw. It, it, it usually tells you if there's a reserve not met, does it not? Beforehand, it does. Like when it's sitting. It's right now, it's, there's two days left on it. It's got six bids. And... Um, it's the conditions rated as like new, so it's obviously I think it's been opened, but it is the limited edition Blu-ray CD puzzle Grindhouse releasing region free. But brand new, it was like fifty quid. Mm, I don't know. And now, and now because it's sold out, although the guy says like new, whoever it is that's selling this has definitely made that jigsaw and jizzed all over it. All yeah, you're the, doing it is buying an old jizzy jigsaw. The jigsaw is out the box and put together. Yeah, what's it put together with? Big ropey <laughs> semen because he's done it underwater. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend a tenner on two days and find it. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what, that is that's well worth a tenner. Go for it. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back next week with episode 106, which is my pick. Spoiler alert: I've already picked it. Scott's already watched it, and he fucking loves it. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so you can find out more about the show if you're new or at scotlandvsevil.com. Uh, or on Instagram, or on Twitter, or on Facebook, or on Flick. Type Flick into your app, iTunes thing. What's it called? App Store? App Store. App Store. Download it. Use the word Scott to find the Scott and Lean vs. Evil group. And join it, and join in the chat. And send nudes, because we're sending them to each other in the group, so why not join in? Get involved. I'm worried that when we say send nudes, people think we're actually doing it, and we're trying to we're genuinely trying to get nudes from which isn't really the case. Wink, wink. <laughs> but I'm worried that some child's going to be listening to this in the room and their parents are going to walk in and hear us going, join the group and send nudes and then we're fucked. Like, we, we are going to get, go to jail by accident. Yeah, because we don't actually mean it. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we see you for 106. Have you got anything else to say, Scott? I have got nothing else to say. Bye. Bye.
Fell to pieces and I'm still fine.